are uh, in two virtual worlds. I want to welcome everyone. Uh, one more thing. Happy Sunday. So thank you for being here. It's a treat to be able to get up and be in this space. Actually, I realized over the past uh, month that I really enjoy having this practice with you all that tune in. And I think it makes me a better person. So it's been a little wonky with the technology and so forth, but now we're there. I realized today on the Vimeo, if you're listening there, I didn't get the extra mic hooked up, but um, that will be there. And we're doing a few more tests this week. So the sound should be really sweet. And if you miss out on the class now, because we have the Vimeo, which is a little better recording, let me know. I can send you the link and you can look at it privately. Not making these public, public, like, you know, on the internet kind of thing uh, for everyone. So just send me a message. I'm happy to send you previous classes uh, when we have the space available to do that. So today we're gonna dive into kindness uh, and a level of trust that's super uh, powerful thing to have right now uh, with everything that we've been through together as a human species there's been a lot of uh, questions I'm quite certain I observe them in public forums I observe them in public I observe them in conversations and what happens is when we have a lot of questions and maybe we feel it not at ease with what's unfolding is that we start to, the level of trust diminishes. In addition, there's this aspect that when truth starts to rise, when the veils start to drop, as they would say in Hopi, uh, this, the blue star kachina represents dropping the veils so you can see the truth. It's shocking at first when you start to realize what you thought was isn't, you know, it's almost like being in a quantum field and thinking you're looking at a car and it turns into a butterfly and you're like, whoa, uh, you might think you're on a magical uh, mushroom trip or uh, that's induced a psychedelic experience. Yet what's happening with our society right now is there's so much information out there. It's hard to navigate what is and what is not. In addition, there's belief systems. So there's a lot of cognitive dissonance out there for those that haven't been ready to uh, see. And, and I mean, ready because it's not their time or their place to. It happens in its right order. Uh, and typically when people start to see or realize certain truths, they start to investigate to confirm what they feel, what they sense, and then they go from there. So the reason I bring this all up in this setting is that because this is very much a part of the karmic unfolding uh, that is happening for us all, we have the opportunity to rise up and see what is, and then decide how we want to respond. Um, and so one is that there's this aspect if we utilize kindness with ourselves. We're gentle with ourselves because inadvertently what happens when veils start to drop is we get shocked, we can get angry, we can get mad, we can get upset, all these different things that jar our system and those type of emotions uh, can cause havoc in our personal life, our professional life, and then there comes into this 
point in where we start to not trust. We may not start to trust the outside world. We may not trust ourselves because we don't understand really what's going on. So I feel like we're really at this uh, threshold right now, uh, being that we're over six months into this global pandemic. It's, I think, been going on longer than that, um, but that we are having to digest and adapt and reassess how we're going to address the world around us. Now, I really recommend that no matter where you are in life, that you have certain foundational pieces around you. Hopefully you have your shelter, running water, uh, access to food. And if you have those things, then guess what? You have the opportunity to say, okay, I have my base needs. And then I have a moment to figure out uh, how I need to adapt. You know, for some people that means they've had to make career changes. That gives us that fourth component of currency coming in. Uh, others might be in a position where they don't have to worry about that currency component because maybe part of their tribe is taking care of that. And if, if you are in that role to be the one that's bringing in the currency, honor that as a very um, sacred place that you've been put in and that generosity is super important. It's, it's also right now because all of us are in some mode of fight or flight that it is possible that you might become conditional uh, within that space. And so remember that if you can give as cleanly as possible, that's super helpful for yourself and others, less karma engagement. Uh, so once we have those baseline needs in place, food, water, shelter, currency, depending where your place is within your your microcosm unit. Um, and if you're not the one that's bringing in the physical currency, there's ways to have exchange within your unit. And the reason I bring this up is part of the remedy for this global karmic reason that we're here is generosity. Generosity will help liberate us past our greed, which actually put us here. It's not necessarily the biotech lab. It's not uh, some nefarious uh, business people. Uh, it's not some nefarious scientists or globalists that feel we should end humanity. Whatever the story is that you uh, have been tuning into or want to investigate, that's fine. But all roads lead to Rome. We all let ourselves here. And so uh, the overall arching remedy is generosity because in any, any one of the narratives that's happening, and even if the narrative for you is it's a virus made by nature, uh, still that's a cause and effect loop. And we uh, got lost along the way. So the aspect of generosity and service are the two remedies that are going to help bring us out of this moment. And that is a big shift. So honor the role you're in, in your tribe, your little microcosm within your immediate family unit and your larger family unit. And then, you know, you might have to, you know, reflect on that. You might have to get humble about that. You might have to shift and really own that position. And uh, no matter where you are in your tribal unit, uh, bring this aspect of service and an evaluation of where you can be generous with your the ultimate resource that we have to be generous with is our time. And so if you have that ability to be generous with that 
energy that is super helpful because everyone um, has had to adapt from the, the simple person you know in your community that runs your local coffee shop that had to close down to the corporation that had to lay off that 5,000 people to the high-rise buildings that are now sitting empty to those landlord management companies no one has been exempt so we're all paying a karmic debt here and how do we reassess so that doesn't mean constrict hoard uh, keep for yourself protect yourself which is the natural inclination that you're getting uh, from most people is they're like oh I gotta think about my own um, it's fine stabilize yourself but then see what you have to offer to other people you know there are periods of time in the Incan tradition where uh, they would take a month of their life and go and be in service to their other communities uh, the Hopi tribe that I'm affiliated with part of their traditional uh, farming schedule and the way they exchange food and take care of the community is very holistic. If someone's a widow, if someone has been divorced, they make sure that that uh, woman, female, and her children are taken care of. Uh, it's a traditional setting. You know, the men have a certain responsibility, the women have a certain responsibility, but at the end of the day, everyone's contributing and everyone's taken care of. And so to remember that that's part of what is bringing us back into balance. And so it doesn't mean that we have to give everyone handouts. It means that we have the potential all to shift into forward motion and give and rebalance and generate for one another. Uh, we don't have to rely on some uh, larger organism that is wanting to maybe control us at the same time. So with that being said, that's step one kind of right now to evaluate do you have your base needs if you do take a deep breath in and then exhale out. If you are in a precarious position, uh, please reach out. We'll figure out some solutions for you. Uh, if you know someone that's in a precarious position, reach out to them. Don't assume because of all the people that maybe have been in your life uh, up until now, you're probably more limited and into the people that you're interacting with in the physical world uh, that everyone has it all figured out. Check in on your friends, family, extended friends, people you haven't talked to in a long time that you know might be alone. Check on them and make sure they're okay. So, and then from there, you might have to readjust how you're being, uh, exchanging energy in your life. I mean, it could be currency, it could be your time. Uh, but if you can bring a component of generosity, you'll help with the global remedy right now. And then that other component coupled in as I uh, lead into this conversation along leading is kindness. And this action of kindness is so important because of all those emotions and feelings we might be uh, experiencing right now and leading up and they might have risen and fallen. And, uh, they still might rise up again. Kindness is this really beautiful remedy that can help keep us in alignment with our inner code of ethics, in alignment with our heart. It then leads us into compassion and empathy and understanding for what other people are walking through in their life. And so if you take that time to, on a day-to-day -day basis, one, ask yourself, uh, how can I be generous and how can I be kind? Uh, you will be surprised at what ripples out and then what ripples back in. Uh, when we go into action, it, we don't want to necessarily do with the...
if we can give as much as possible clean giving, uh, clean uh, love, clean kindness, all those things without strings. And it's hard. We're in a very codependent society right now. The, the reality is that you'll have more that's coming back towards you that you might be quite surprised. Uh, but again, the cleaner it is. And last night in my uh, was brought to me and it's something that I've met recently with great humility because that conditional aspect of ourself will come up, especially when we're under a little pressure, stress, fight or flight. Uh, sometimes we're like, hey, I did this, I did that. But the one thing, if you can remember from these talks, is that every action we take in this moment is paving our way into our future. Just because we do something in the immediacy of now does not mean that we're going to be guaranteed that in the next now we're going to get it back immediately. So often we are so fixated on this physical moment, this physical life that we expect everything back in return. So many people that all the good and wonderful things that you've done in this lifetime will be uh, deposits you've made into your future bank account. No matter where your belief system feels you're going, uh, you will scientifically have deposits in your cosmic bank account. So I really encourage you to think in that respect uh, if you really so do choose to say, hey, what can I do to bring myself into harmony uh, and start to practice simple acts of generosity and kindness. Again, as clean as possible and simple is good because if you do bigger acts of kindness and generosity, uh, sometimes they become sticky. So practice with the small acts, feel the freedom in those small acts and then expand from there. So kindness, uh, you know, is this funny word that we can use. Uh, we don't really realize it until maybe sometimes our feelings have been hurt. Someone has uh, talked sternly to us or pointed out something to us uh, that doesn't feel so good in our heart center. So then we might be like, ooh, we realize the importance of being kind. We realize the value of being kind. Yet we all are human. We're all fallible and we're going to make mistakes. We're going to potentially lose it, get angry, mad. Um, and those things are there for a reason. Uh, all emotions are there for a reason. So I don't want you to beat yourself up too hard if you don't react the way you would love to. Yet at the same time, you do have this opportunity to uh, just practice kindness as often as possible. When we practice something, like we practice speaking nice to other people, that's an act of kindness. Uh, we're gonna be more inclined to do that if all the time we're complaining and um, putting people down or nagging on ourselves or others, uh, that's going to be our habit. That's going to be reinforced through our voice, through our thoughts, and then it will go into words and potentially actions. So to take the time to really um, consider how you want to be in the world and then you really make a commitment to yourself to practice that, no different than if you have uh, eat, uh, special way to eat to keep yourself healthy, a special way to work out to keep yourself healthy. The same is true with our inner work, our spiritual practice is that we have to commit to it at some point in time. And it's going to come with some sore days, just like if you do abs after you haven't done an ab workout in a while, you're going to have sore days. And then if you want to keep increasing your capacity to strengthen, 
there are going to be levels of soreness in between. And in a spiritual practice, that soreness happens when we don't act the way we wish we could. So with this act of uh, kindness and generosity, I really recommend that you uh, be compassionate with yourself and expect that you'll have sore days. And those sore days in a spiritual practice mean that you usually meet one of my favorite friends, which is humility. Humility teaches us, uh, wow, maybe you should soften your gaze. Maybe you should check your ego at the door. Maybe you want to look at things from a different perspective or walk in someone else's shoes. And in that moment, then you have a deeper understanding of yourself and others. And you also have the opportunity in that moment to really step back and go, wow, uh, I didn't realize this about myself. You might be overreacting about certain things and you might think it's about your stress at work, it's stress at home, it's stress about money, it's stress about your illness. But the reality is there's something deeper there and that's where the healing and the transformation comes. That's where the courage comes. You know, we're still in the summer season here in the Northern hemisphere. And that courage is what helps us transform, heal, uh, liberate, move beyond. And so if we can take the time to really um, think about that, uh, on a deeper level, when you react, get upset, angry, the, the ones are stress, sadness, uh, maybe you're feeling depression, maybe you're feeling anger, um, maybe there's a lot of frustration in your life right now, all those things. You might feel a lot of positive building emotions too, but when you're having those ones that diminish your energy field, ask yourself what you need, what's going on. That'll help you serve you, you and then the world out beyond. So. These simple practices of, of generosity and kindness will reassure you. So that other piece I meant I mentioned to you is trust. As we move into late summer, we're going into the earth element. And when we're not feeling safe, we do a fight or flight, we leave our body. Uh, typically people will kind of disassociate from their environment. They might physically leave their environment, uh, but they learn how to protect themselves, especially if they've grown up in a, a really volatile uh, upbringing, maybe an abusive environment. They learn to escape physically from their physical body just by moving their astral body, their mind, their attention out beyond. The people I work with in the clinics, this is very common. Uh, they'll say, I'm not here, I'm disassociated because they're so used to escaping life that they go far away and so uh, that trust mechanism is really important when we've been in collective fight or flight we have to come down and connect to the earth's energy and so it's easy around the world to look at all the atrocities that you might be aware of or discovering or uh, have known about for a long time but haven't been able to figure out how you can help and ending some of those atrocities. Yet, uh, then that might lead to not trusting, trusting the world around you. So with that being said, it's super important to think about uh, regrounding, connecting to the earth's energy. So as we go into the meditation and into the sound, we'll work on grounding into the earth's energy. The end of summer months, there's this beautiful sweet spot that I welcome you all uh, to connect really deeply to. And that's, uh, the end of August until the end of September, that uh, fall equinox point when we transition to fall, spring, 
on planet Earth. Uh, that's a sweet spot because that's our trust, our gateway to really hound it, hone down into trust. And so th those are great opportunities to take retreat, to spend more time out in nature. There's, those are great times to cleanse uh, just the physical body, rebalance, reboot, nourish the body. Sometimes it's not about cleansing. Sometimes it's about re-nourishing, re bring yourself into better practices mentally, physically, emotionally. And spiritually so we're coming up on that gateway which is really yummy I, I think we could probably all use more than just that little window but that's what mother earth gives us because the earth energy is supporting us day in and day out but a really great time to rebuild trust so as we lead into that arena now that we're officially into August it's a time to think about how can I have courage rebuild my trust and the courage right now uh, to be kind, to be generous, to be compassionate, to be empath empathetic towards others is really profound because you put yourself aside, you bring yourself into what we truly were intended to be here on planet Earth is of service. And I can attest from going into periods of retreat and then trying to like get back out in the real world and just live in the world. I don't know what the real world is, but live in that world and play along with the real world things. I, I found that I, I actually... Um, probably failed at that quite a bit. I've had a lot of those realizations during this experience and the emotions I've traversed through this uh, pandemic, this world transition, this world karmic moment. Uh, I realized, wow, I didn't appreciate certain things. I could have brought these practices in a little bit more gracefully. Um, definitely met, I've met my ego so many times over and now we're being offered just to bring it all together, to, to really bring it all together. So wherever you've uh, traversed really over the past decade, decade and a half, look and applaud yourself for your growth and know that a certain momentum was happening for all of us before uh, the world went through this karmic moment. And now is your opportunity to really anchor into the Earth's energy gather up some courage, uh, move forward with great trust with yourself. So other than anchoring into the earth's energy and anchoring into who you are and remembering who you are, there's also this component that if you know, and I, I did a, a segment on it yesterday that's available on SoundCloud called Truth and Trust. So right now, ironically, we're being asked to uh, realize all these truths whether we want to or not and it, there's this giant polarity and conflict and fight back and forth uh and people are wanting to be right or wrong but the reality is there's only one real truth in every moment and so we can't uh necessarily change the past we absolutely cannot do that but we can actually take responsibility in our present moment so in that segment of when we're in truth with in our inner core virtues that are code of ethics that are so important to us then uh that is how we can learn to trust because we know if i honor my inner code of ethics i'm going to keep myself in right action in my personal life my professional life and my spiritual life and things are going to be good they'll keep building even if we all have to traverse uh, more of these moments together we, we will know and trust that everything's going to be all right so i encourage you uh, to do a couple things and i know this has been a lot is one first evaluate are you taking care of food water and shelter 
If that's yes, yay. If not, reach out to me. We're going to figure out how we can get you supported. Uh, one thing I learned in a, in a very tumultuous point in my life when I was uh, ending my marriage and ending my, my business was uh, collapsed at the last world uh, market crash. This one's much more extreme than the that one, but in, I was oftentimes going, wow, is everything going to be okay? I came to a point uh, that, you know, I was like, you know what? I felt com so confident that I could go out in the woods and I still feel confident that way. I could go out in the woods and live with my backpack and my tent that that gave me solace. And all of us can, we can all go out into nature and live. That's how uh, mother nature designed it to be. Uh, yet right now that's not how our world systems design. So for most people, uh, they're not maybe as comfortable as I am to just go out and live in the woods. And not that there wouldn't be challenges there, but there is resources there if you're near water. Uh, again, foods everywhere, provided you're not in the desert, there's still food there. And then you can make shelter, find shelter. So make sure, number one, that you have those things, food, water, and shelter. And however they're provided for you, have extreme gratitude for them. You know, the water that comes out of the fossil, the water you go purchase from somewhere, the water you get from a stream, have gratitude for that. The food you receive daily, have gratitude for it. And then there's this component of energy exchange, I'm going to call it currency, but we are going to be moving into a golden age where your spiritual practice will be needed because that's where the alchemy will be, uh, the, the transition from currency as we know it will continue to happen uh, for years and years to come. And so that will be a future talk, but right now, as we know it, currency is this physical thing we hold or on our cards and so forth, that to think about how you exchange your time and to honor it as such, it's valuable. All of us, all of our time is valuable. And then to think about how you receive currency to support your food, water, and shelter. And if in your immediate tribe, you're not the, the one that's holding the position to provide all those resources to sustain food, water, and shelter, to think about, okay, wow, what can I contribute to this mechanism so that that mechanism stays whole and healthy? Because that's how a tribal unit would always be as everyone's contributing and then also think about how you can expand upon that service and even if you're in the placeholder of generating the currency in your tribe understand that you can still have time to be of service with your gifts and your resources uh, and your time is your most valuable resources so think about that that's going to help remedy this karmic moment we're in uh, making sure that your base needs are met to get out of fight or flight and that you can practice uh, some generosity with yourself, with others, and start with your immediate tribe and spiral out. Uh, if you're jumping out and helping everyone to neglecting everyone at home, that's only gonna cause chaos for you. So think about it. Start local in the center and spiral out. And then this action of kindness to practice it daily, uh, that kindness will bring you into deeper understandings of yourself, it'll create an alignment within your mind, heart, body, and your spiritual practice. And then from there, I encourage you to evaluate, I'll send that segment, but evaluate your core values and add those to generosity, kindness. Those might be part of your core values, but these are a must to keep us in harmony uh, with this physical system that we live in, this uh, cosmic system that we live in. And then those core values. So you might have two or three of those that uh, you can practice. And I encourage people to practice their core values. Uh, commit to them. 
commitment to them for the rest of your life. There are so many truths, just even uh, within the word honesty, uh, there's levels of truth to that. Even in the uh, word generosity, there's levels of truth to that, kindness, levels of truth. They keep opening up and that's why in uh, Eastern tradition, you're taught certain concepts and they continue to open up. You see where your jagged little edges are and then they keep blossoming and blossoming. Within that, these components, kindness, generosity, and your core values, you will create a level of trust from within. And then you have your perfect little recipe that will allow you to function no matter what's going on in your world, in this immediate now, in the future, in the cosmic, world and your future existence and your eternal life because you won't forget those you got to practice them because we can get lost and um, now as we transition into our little uh, some pranayama some breath work and some silence uh, i really encourage you um, and we're going to lead in this way i'll lead us in after we do our breath work is to feel gratitude um, even if you're listening to this in this moment with me uh, to have gratitude that you had the courage to be a good person, uh, that you had the courage not to be tempted by some of the atrocities on this planet. And uh, if you've had the opportunity to liberate some of those atrocities from within you, uh, thank you. Thank all of us that have done that work and continue to have courage to liberate that which no longer serves. We're all fed into this So we can all do better.